Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Primary Care Podcast. It's Dr. Mark List. Uh, hey, it's your guy uh, coming at you with another episode of the Primary Care Podcast. Uh, today's joke from the primarycarepod at gmail.com inbox. Primarycarepod at gmail.com inbox. Yeah, send me a line sometime. Uh, tell me a joke. Uh, today's joke uh, is uh, from an anonymous listener, Dr. List. I have some really sad news to tell you. Last night, my wife crashed the car while listening to Adele. She ended up rolling in the Jeep. Whew. Okay. <clears throat> Let's start the podcast. The Primary Care Podcast is written and edited by a family physician for an audience of other physicians, nurse practitioners, physicians, assistants, residents, and medical students interested in primary care topics. This is not a podcast for patients and should not be used as medical advice. This is also a personal podcast produced on my own time and solely reflecting my personal opinions. Statements of this podcast do not reflect the views or policies of my employer, past or present, or any other organization with which I may be affiliated. Thank you for listening to the Primary Care Podcast. I'm Dr. Mark List, here to bring you the latest news, guidelines, and updates from primary care sources around the globe. Keeping it under 15 minutes long because you're in a hurry and I'm not that smart. Welcome back, pod girls, pod boys, pod people. It's pod doc, doc list. Um, okay, so today should be a really fast one because, again, uh, you like to, uh, I, I like to, I don't know if you like to hear these, but I like to see what the future of medicine is going to look like. And uh, I, I've predicted some things that um, I think are going to come true in the future. We'll see if it happens. This is something that I think you will hear a lot about in the next several years, and that is doxypep for STD prevention, Okay. You are hearing a, at least in my neck of the woods, a very large increased rate of STDs, specifically syphilis, gonorrhea, and chlamydia, all on the rise here locally. I think they are as well nationally. And what this, uh, there's two trials. One's an older trial um, in France, and the other one actually was, it's in the United States, and was actually stopped early because it was so positive that it was stopped due to how positive the study was. And this study looked specifically and was presented this year at the uh, AIDS map conference, AIDS conference in Montreal. Excuse me. And the study looked at doxycycline 200 milligrams. And so doxypep stands for doxy post-exposure prophylaxis. Okay. So this is specifically a study that looked at using doxycycline 200 milligrams uh, in one group versus placebo, not even placebo, sorry, uh, standard care in the other group, and recommended and gave a prescription for doxycycline to be used by gay, bisexual, and transgender, gay and bisexual men and transgendered women. And they were offered either standard care or they were offered doxycycline post exposure prophylaxis. So in the study, users that were in the drug arm if they had either receptive or penetrative unprotective sex in the last 72 hours, or they were supposed to, if they had any sexual activity condomless, in, uh, they were supposed to take doxycycline afterwards within 72 hours of intercourse. Remarkably, the drug in this high-risk population of, in the men who have sex with men category cut STDs by 66%. And all STDs were reduced, right? Because doxycycline can be used for syphilis. It can be used for chlamydia. And in the United States, at least, it can be used for gonorrhea. Now, <clears throat> the study in 2017 I'd mentioned earlier from France showed that this type of 
process or this type of program greatly reduced the risk of developing syphilis and chlamydia, but not gonorrhea because in France, there's strongly resistant or a, a, a large percent of gonorrhea is resistant to doxycycline, okay? So in this study, again, significant reduction in STDs. Now, doxycycline, very, very well tolerated, right? 200 milligrams, not an extreme dose, well tolerated, very cheap, very easy to prescribe. And again, just for clarity's sake, this is not in men who have sex with women. This was not done in cisgendered women. This was only in uh, transgendered women and men who have sex with men. Again, the big negative to this is the, is the possibility to drive doxycycline resistance gonorrhea rates even higher. Haven't seen much for syphilis uh, resistance to doxycycline nor uh, chlamydial resistance to doxycycline, but perhaps if this became a bigger um, drug uh, regimen, right, uh, post-exposure prophylaxis prescriptions, potentially then we could see more doxycycline resistance. But uh, at least in the short run, especially in high-risk populations who already should be having conversations about HIV prep therapy, right, whether that be with Truvada or Discovy, um, which can be prescribed by primary care and can easily be managed, can easily be monitored, uh, very easy to do. I've done it in my own practice many times. This doxycycline PEP therapy looks like it has a very significant likelihood in that targeted population for reducing a significant amount of transmission. And again, catching it early, preventing further spread makes a huge impact on community health as well as the individual's health. Again, huge caveat being the risk for drug resistance, which we're already seeing worldwide. Um, again, I personally, as an independent uh, you know, family practice doc, I'm not going to be making judgments for the entire world. I'm also probably um, going to be discussing this with my uh, gay and uh, bisexual male population who is already having conversations with me about whether or not they should be on PrEP therapy. I think this is a really, really good tool in the arsenal for people who are at the highest risk for developing these diseases. That's all I got for today. Uh, really short and sweet. Again, I think this is the future. I think you will hear about this in upcoming guidelines. I think you'll be seeing more pitch after this very positive study here in the U.S. that um, to think about this, especially for your targeted populations. Um, again, I think at this point, I think we all need to be concerned about drug-resistant uh, STDs and what that means for you know the population at large. But this is definitely a very, very perspective, uh, nice and effective tool at this point that I think um, I will start to at least offer or use more in some of my patients. So um, again, this has been Dr. Mark List. I remind you, uh, you don't need to step on light, step date. Thanks and have a great week. Bye.